Hey guys, it's Mike Sorg, and welcome to Level 4, the SAE Auto Drive Challenge Podcast, the first Auto Drive Challenge Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this inaugural episode. Again, I'm Mike Sorg. I have been around a few of the SAE events uh, as a podcaster and a video producer, and maybe if uh, you've been to some of the other ones in the SAE world, you've seen me around, and I'm looking forward to learning about with you and helping get some information out about what's going on around the Auto Drive Challenge podcast. On our first episode, we're going to get into a great conversation here. First, we have with us here uh, in the studio, uh, Chris Chuka, the Director of Pre-Professional Education with us today. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. How are you, Mike? Excellent. And also on the line uh, from GM, we have uh, Mark Johnson. He's a steering committee member for the Auto Drive Challenge as well. How are you doing, Mark? Uh, good morning, Mike. Doing just fine. Glad to be here. Thank you. We wanted to get you guys together here and talk a little bit about what's going on in GM's partnership here uh, with SAE and everything. Where did the idea for a collaborative autonomous collegiate competition start for you guys? Well, Mike, five years ago, autonomous vehicle engineers like weren't very prevalent it was becoming apparent that a whole new autonomous automated driving industry was beginning to emerge. Uh, AV positions, autonomous vehicle positions uh, for engineers were being created. Uh, and those just didn't exist before at many companies. With, with Auto Drive Challenge, we're helping to inspire and cultivate the future engineers of autonomous driving. It's so cool to be a part of this great journey, both from a learning perspective and also in the sense that we're helping to drive the future of autonomous vehicles forward. In late 2015, Ken Kelzer, uh, who's the GM Vice President for Global Vehicle Components and Subsystems Engineering, and he gets the credit for, for kicking us off and starting us down this path. Ken called me, asked if I thought there was a need for some kind of multi-year collegiate thing that involved automated driving. I, I said, yes, sounded super interesting to me. And so, uh, of course, Ken uh, gave me the assignment and uh, asked if I could help scope out how to do it and put a proposal together that uh, he could, you know, socialize and review with our engineering leadership at General Motors. Excellent. So, so how was that partnership between uh, GMSE International Forum for this new technology competition kind of in general? Well, I reached out to uh, my good friend and partner, Chris Chuka at SAE, uh, really due to Chris's personal expertise as an educator and SAE's proven experience in running uh, award-winning collegiate design uh, competitions. Chris and I talked by phone for a while, actually several times over several days. And uh, I think the idea resonated with both of us. And uh, and we met along with uh, Bob Seckler, who is a uh, uh, probably world-renowned name in SAE's collegiate design series uh, in in November of 2015, two days before Thanksgiving, actually. And um, we sat down and talked about a lot of things around how to do this and what, what success would look like. And we ag agreed that the idea had a lot of promise to engage an entirely different set of student engineers than other collegiate competitions we could think of. And and we were just so excited about the potential of doing this. Uh, we, we worked through uh, December, through the holidays, and into early January, and we put together a solid proposal with uh, with some ideas on on how to do this. Chris, when they came to you with the uh, with this uh, concept, like what was what was it that kind of really stuck out as as a really interesting like, challenge or opportunity here? 
Sure. Um, um, you know, Mark said it best whenever you when you when you look at the way the industry is changing and when you look at SAE's history of um, offering these educational programs for for students for workforce development. Um, one of the most exciting things was that 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 long standing history that we have with General Motors. When you look at um, at their support of, of SAE educational programs, um, from the K-12 race through the Award of Motion program up through the Collegiate Design Series, you know, when, when you start a conversation like that, you know it's a serious conversation. It's not one of those um, pieces that, you know, you sit and you, you sit around and you talk about something, and you get excited about it, and then it may or may not happen. Um, we knew from the very beginning that this thing had legs, and we were going to be able to really engage universities in a serious way. Um, moving forward. So that was that was the piece that was most exciting for me. Technology aside, student learning aside, right now in the very beginning, but it, there was an opportunity to really make something happen and really do something special. And um, when you look back at that and, 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 and think about what we've been able to create as a team between General Motors and SAE, um, since that conversation a couple of days before Thanksgiving, just in 2015, um, already having a live event under our belt in, out in Yuma, Arizona, and going to Michigan next year, um, and then uh, yet to be determined year three. Uh, but it, it's 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 it, it's amazing how fast something of this, like this can happen when you put the, the the partnership together in the right way. Yeah, that's a heck of a turnaround. It it was a very <laughs> fast, aggressive turnaround, but it was, um, you know, it's it's something that needs to be done. That's the way industry's moving. We mm. we 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 really don't know exactly what kind of jobs these kids or these students are going to have in three years from now. We we know the way the industry is 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 shifting and heading, but we don't know exactly what the jobs are going to look like. And that's the one of the most exciting thing about um, the Auto Drive Challenge is it's 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 not just positioning students to build an automated vehicle. It's positioning students to write code. It's positioning students to take all these systems and make them work together in an integrated way because we know, I mean, look at the, sec the, the technology in your cell phone, how fast it changes. We know that that's how fast LiDAR is going to change. We know that that's how fast cameras are going to change. Um, and, and all those pieces that the students are working with, we're teaching them within a structure to to, to, to deal with those types of changes and how to think through those processes. That's the most exciting piece for me. So how are the goals of the competition relative to the changing mobility industry today? Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of, sure. you hear a lot about the, you know, uh, automated cars and everything, and there's a lot of stuff on, kind of on the verge, it seems. Yeah, I think, I, I think one of the things for me is, is it was important that we built this out, as, as Mark said, over time, mm -hmm. right? It, it wasn't, if you look at some of the other um, collegiate competitions that exist, it's, it's kind of a, it, we, we, we go through a process and, and we go through an engineering design experience that that lasts a year then the, the students perform at an event and that that's great when you're looking at things like project management or or, or, or building a team but something like automated technologies and automated designs and and, and building an integrated system it, it takes time to build out and that's one of the the pieces that's special about AutoDrive is is it's not the same every year you know we started in year one with dynamic events but Year two dynamic events are going to be a lot 
further expanded. Um, we'll have um, in last year where we had stationary targets. This the, 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 this year we'll have things moving around. We'll have um, students w walking into uh, situations where they don't know exactly what's going to happen. There's not a prescribed format for the for the types of competitions that they'll experience, um, and and that that does take time to to build student learning out that way. At GM, we envision a future with uh, zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And so automated driving systems and electric vehicles are, are fundamental enablers. And uh, GM was very excited to donate a Chevrolet Bolt EV to each of the eight participating universities to use as their platform for their automated driving system uh, development for this competition. Um, when we set out uh, to uh, to do Auto Drive Challenge, we sat down and and, and set some pretty specific goals. Uh, the first was to increase the visibility of autonomous driving to the general public. We wanted to immerse university students and researchers into this autonomous vehicle technology. In other words, we wanted to advance the curriculum build excitement around it for students and faculty, and, and basically raise it in the, uh, in the view of uh, the university administrations. We also wanted to leverage any existing university research and class projects and basically spin up the whole activity to develop new concepts, new ideas, new approaches, new solutions in, in components, sensors, software, or, or other systems that would, would help uh, further the cause of autonomous driving. We certainly want also to uh, engage our suppliers and you know suppliers of autonomous technology in general get them closer to us get them closer to these participating universities again to really uh, help spur uh, the development of automated driving systems and related technology and of course selfishly we also took this on to kind of help identify potential candidates, the, the best and brightest from these university teams. Uh, they, are, they are potentially great hires for uh, lots of companies because they have proven automated driving experience. They're, they're very desirable. For General Motors, how has the end goal of the competition at level four been seen in the first year and moving into year two? How's that progress going? Well, Mike, one of the very challenging parts of designing this competition was estimating how much each university could accomplish in an academic year. This is a very complex and fast-moving uh, field of technology. We put a great team in place uh, from General Motors to help chart the course, technical experts uh, and people working day-to-day -day in uh, many of these areas. But we debated uh, seriously, strenuously, and uh, for a lot of hours about how to construct a set of challenges that escalated in complexity or, or difficulty over a three-year period. I mean, we wanted this competition to be challenging, uh, but not something that would be impossible. And uh, at least so far in year one, I, I think we've got the glide path uh, uh, pretty good. Year one involved uh, the teams demonstrating uh, that they had thought about the societal impact of automated driving. They knew about mapping databases. Uh, they knew how to have uh, their Intel uh, computer. Uh, Intel's a great partner in this. Uh, how that computer could drive the car, accelerate, decelerate, turn, reverse. 
that they understood LIDAR, radar, camera images, how they could integrate those images together and do some simple tasks like driving a state, straight line, stop at a stop sign, uh, drive down a curvy road course, stay in the lanes, uh, detect and avoid uh, static objects in the, in the road. And I, I'm really pleased to say that in year one, every team brought a vehicle that performed some, if not all of those complex functions. Every team took the field and rolled down the track. Okay, none of them very quickly, but it, it was it was a good start. So we talk about how, how fast this is moving and everything. And, and, you know, you talk about societal impacts, you know, between, you know, things that are happening in society with these tests and that fast moving technology, like even between year one and two, or maybe as you're looking to three, is there a lot of kind of a movement kind of reacting to what's going on in the industry here over like these three years? I would say that our, our competition plan um, kind of uh, follows what I understand to be general industry practices. You know, you start with simple tasks uh, and you, you uh, work up the difficulty of the driving situations that honestly we all take for granted uh, when we get behind the wheel of the car. Uh, you know, you see things move, you have moving objects, you have different speed zones, you have uh, crosswalks, you've got pedestrians, you've got people standing at the side of the road, you've got traffic signals, intersections, railroad crossings, parking spots. There's all kinds of things that we take for granted when we get behind the wheel of the car. And we are going to continue uh, in year two to challenge our teams to, to uh, sense and respond to those things in the environment while they execute some of these uh, tasks by computer. It's, I'm really looking forward to it. To, to follow up on that social responsibility piece, that, that was the piece that, that was, um, you know, we, in competition design, we started to look at how do we, you know, I was, I remember talking to some of the students about, you know, I understand what we're doing. We all understand what we're doing through this competition, but I, I, I want you to think about my dad or my grandfather or your grandmother and, and, and what all this means, right? Because there's this, there's this skewed view. So we instituted what we called the um, social responsibility portion of the competition last year, where, where students had to think about it from that perspective, right? They're, they're going out and they're doing great things for the purpose of safety, for the purpose of congestion. But, but what does that mean? How do we talk about that in the societal space that, um, that, that, is, that is somewhat scared of this type of technology? Um, so that was really important to us. Let me just pile on here. I was super excited that the universities took the social responsibility aspect of uh, this competition very seriously. We had teams who went out into their communities um, and talked to people, basically surveyed residents about, uh, told them about their project that they were working on, uh, asked them um, what they thought automated driving would mean to them. And the, the answers, the research these teams did uh, with their local communities, it, it was just fascinating. Uh, Chris, uh, for SA International, how was uh, Auto Drive Challenge engaging students in different and uh, new fields here? 
Yeah, it, it's been really interesting to see the dynamic of what's happening within the universities. Um, Mark had mentioned earlier about going through the, the evaluation process to, to, to really look at what and how the universities were ready to go and ready to do this. Um, we went through a pretty extensive RFP process, and, and I know Mark and, and, and myself and uh, several other members of the team went through and read every single one of those RFPs and really looked at the structure of the university and how they were going to build build out these teams. I think one of the, the, the byproducts that, that, that I'm most proud of in this competition is when you really look into the university system and how the teams are being constructed. We have sub teams that are happening like, you know, we'll bring 20 or 30 students um, to the competition to actually go through the, the, the dynamic test and do the static presentations. But when you really go back into the universities and see that you have teams that are in charge of developing and, and interpreting LIDAR data, you have teams that are responsible for um, working with the data that's coming into the system um, from the radar systems. And then those, those teams, just like in a corporate environment, are, are, are working together to, to, to assess and determine exactly what that data means and, and how it can be fed into the system and interpreted by the system in the cars. So when you see that type of structure, um, you know, historically, uh, SAE's education programs have, have, have really focused on, you know, the mechanical engineering degrees where, where, we're, where we really started. That's where our roots were. And if you, you see things like Baja and Formula SAE starting to transition to have computer, um, computer science students coming in, you, you have marketing teams. We saw that right away with AutoDrive. It was, um, you know, there, there are probably more computer science um, engineers that are involved with with auto drive than there are the traditional um, mechanical type engineering degrees there the, these systems that are built out within the universities are, are just absolutely amazing it's 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 affecting hundreds of kids at each one of the participating schools I will tell you that my favorite memory of um, the year one competition was uh, on the first day the first dynamic challenge we had at our proving ground in Yuma, Arizona, at the start line. The photographer was standing next to me with his super high-speed camera aimed at the car, and the car began to move very slowly forward. The camera whirred. I mean, it was purring. He had the button down, I don't know how many frames a minute or a second he was shooting, but uh, he was an experienced car race photographer. And uh, after a few seconds where the car had moved, you know, a couple feet, he said, wow, I need to recalibrate myself. <laughs> so, uh, but, but again, your, your one was about precision control and basic sensing and reacting, not speed. Uh, but we're super looking forward and excited about year two. Um, we'll be uh, closer, another step closer to, uh, to our future. Excellent. Chris, do you have any uh, fond memories of the first year here? Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, it's just so interesting to see how the students react and the and 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 the leadership um, that 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 bubbles up out of um, out of some of the teams. Um, you know, not to mention any any individual schools, but 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 watching watching some of those students actually transition as as, as leaders on every single team um, and. Allowing the the faculty advisors that, that that step back and allow that learning to happen is just is just so rewarding for 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 all of us on the team. Um, just to just to just to see those kids 
rise to the next level. And there's, there's countless examples of that. That's the, that's probably the most personally rewarding thing for me. We're really excited to have uh, eight great partner schools to General Motors involved in this competition. Uh, Kettering University, Michigan State University, Michigan Tech, North Carolina A&T, Texas A&M, the University of Toronto, the University of Waterloo, and Virginia Tech. They're they're great teams, and uh, we're so pleased they they, uh, wanted to participate in this groundbreaking competition. You know, it, it, in addition to, to General Motors, I think it's important that we, you know, we, we, we call out the Intels, the Continentals, the MathWorks, the OXTSs, the, the, the Velodyne LiDARs, who are, who are other, other folks that are, have, have really stepped up to the plate, not only with, with, with materials and, and sponsorship to, um, to help run the day-to-day of the, uh, of the particular event, but the, the, the talent that they bring to the table through mentorship and, and helping to support the teams. Um, you know, this is this is so clearly a, a, a community-based partnership, um, and you know, through through GM's leadership um, in in pulling these teams together and and and, and SAE's skill set to uh, to to run some of these the, these student competitions and really do this in a meaningful way, we we couldn't do it without a without a large community of support. Thanks to our partners Bosch, DS SolidWorks, FEV, Here, Kistler. MSC Software, Hexagon, On Semiconductor, the SAE Detroit section, and ZF. Well, looking forward to uh, year two of this competition. I'm glad you guys could uh, get together with us and talk about it here today. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. Thank you, Mike. Let's do it again sometime. And uh, thank you again, Chris, as well. And uh, where can people find more information about the Auto Drive Challenge? Uh, you can visit, visit SAE.org. There you go. And make sure you download the app, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us here today. Uh, Again, please, if you haven't yet, subscribe to this on your favorite podcast player. And, of course, you can find all the episodes as they come here on autodrive.fireside.fm or on the podcast link on your SAE Autodrive Challenge app on your smartphone. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Level 4, the SAE Autodrive Challenge podcast. Make sure you download our app on your smartphone for updates and contact information. The show notes for this episode and all others can be found at autodrive.fireside.fm.